Hey everyone, here is another Patreon episode preview. In this episode, we go over the movies Made in Dagum and Normal Ray. If you'd like the full episode, go ahead and become a patron at patreon.com slash workstoppage. If you can't afford to become a patron, jump in the Discord, message one of the admins, and we would be happy to hook you up with our library of Patreon episodes. And but you know we're entirely listener supported, so if you can support, please please do that because we really really appreciate it. Well, I hope you enjoy this preview and solidarity forever. I really appreciate the way that it it really it shows the shitty conditions. Like I mean, sweatshop I think is a pretty accurate descriptor of the environment that these women are working in. It's like they literally have no air conditioning, and it gets so hot that many of them just take their shirts off while they're working, and that turns in. They they play that up for laughs a few times, mm-hmm. where like either a male worker or Bob Hoskins has to come in, and they're like shielding their eyes, like put on a shirt, and everybody's like mm-hmm. laughing at them. <laughs> He came in like so excited. He's like, "There's a meeting," and they're like, "Take a take a second, But um, so that I I like pointing out that it's like they don't get any air conditioning. They're basically practically chained to these uh, Singer sewing machines all day. And then I think the one of the best illustrations of this though is the scene where they show that their roof basically doesn't work, and that mm-hmm. they they literally have to string umbrellas on wires. That was so funny. It's like because at first it's like oh she moves the bucket and that all right so there's a bucket ready that makes sense but there was literally an umbrella hanging via wires ready to open at in the exact position where they knew a leak was mm-hmm. well and it was really interesting to see the conditions that they worked in contrasted with the conditions that we saw when monty took rita and uh, what's that other Connie? When, and in one of the yeah and took rita and connie to the to the union meeting and they stopped for dinner right. and it's like after you've been watching them and most of the scenes are taking place either in this these sweatshop conditions or at their homes and then to see like these fancy restaurants and the fancy food and it you know to these women it's like this food is almost eight like they're not sure how to interact with the table and and that disconnect was like really pointed because I think it's easy for people to be like, oh yeah, the bosses are eating too good. But in a lot of cases, it's like, okay, if you have a, a stratified or a a misogynist or a racist um, like union organization, th- they don't do that for no reason. They do that because there are benefits to themselves that they can lay claim to. Right. Well, just for clarity, they were meeting with the the union leaders there, I believe. At that. Well, dinner, they were right? on their way to the meeting with the um, with the the union leadership, well, and they stopped at I, what was the no, name of the restaurant? I that was they were meeting with Ford, but it was it was oh, a, right. it was oh. a trip that was paid for by the union, and they make a point of showing that like the the kind of mid-level, closer-to-upper-level union guy, mm-hmm. Monty, who's the guy who usually deals directly with Ford bosses. Uh, I, like, he is such a good illustration of business unionism. I'm like, because I yeah. feel like we talk about that concept on the show all the time, and now I'm just I want to be like, look at the scenes of him in this movie. I'm like, that's business unionism illustrated right there. Because when, oh they, my gosh. when they sit down with Ford for that meeting, one of the first things that he says to them is, you know me, I've got no axe to grind with Ford. And I'm like, 
I immediately was yeah. just like, oh, fuck. This is, I, I'm mad now. I'm like, well, you mm-hmm. should. You should have an axe to grind <laughs> with Ford. You represent workers who Ford is screwing over every day. <laughs> well, and he was such a letdown after you got to see Albert. And you're right. like, oh, wait. Like the whole time you're meeting Albert, you're like, wait, is this guy actually good? Is he actually like with it and good? And he is. And then you meet Monty and you're like, oh, well, shit. Okay. The other shoe has dropped. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, like he's, he's he's so much got that we go along to get along we play the game and it's like it's, we're just going through the motions and this is how things are this idea that like nothing can fundamentally change about the arrangement between the workers and the bosses and all you're doing is getting like you know the 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 best slice of the pie that you can get well, and it it's it's so many of the aspects of business unionism and it's not even so much that he has all these like he doesn't even really have that many scenes or lines it's just he embodies the role so well mm-hmm. well and i think that it was he was there was a really there's a scene where the condescension against the workers is really highlighted when um when they're going in to talk about uh what the actual like future of the the ongoing strike is going to be and they're like uh who was who what's the the good union guy's name again albert albert yeah albert's like don't listen to what they're gonna say they're gonna feed you a lord a load of shit and uh and they go in in there and they're like they're like you know we do support you we definitely support you but you know we just think that there's a better time and also the exact same thing is reflected when in the un- in the union hall when they're voting on whether or not they're, they're going to support the strike is you know it's just it's just too soon and right. too much and uh and just the the amount that that is emblematic of business unionism and and squashing the most like revolutionary parts of the union movement mm-hmm. well and, and the, it's yeah the, the movie does a really great job not only of displaying what business unionism is but also what the antidote to it yes. is because when albert identifies rita in that scene where he's like we need to you know we should take another one we want to have more of us than them there's like a look in everyone's eyes when when Rita speaks up and they all realize like of course it should be her and if you read like union organizing literature identifying people who are popular and well respected from the rank and file and engaging them is absolutely critical and Rita time and time again is shown to be someone who can cut through the bullshit in a really meaningful way uh, in a in a fairly tense or tough situation Yeah. 